Welcome to Feel, Pray, Love, a podcast devoted to bravely looking beneath the surface of ourselves and the world around us. This is a place where emotions are valued messengers, where life never happens on accident, and where every single part of you is welcomed. Thank you for being exactly who you are and for showing up here today. My name is Nikki Sunshine, your host. Take my hand. Together, we will rise in love. Hello, 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 beautiful, beautiful angels, radiant souls. Welcome back. This is your girl, Nikki Sunshine. We are here on episode 65 of the Feel, Pray, Love podcast. Oof. I'm so excited for this episode. Lately, the transmissions have just been pouring through, and it's been really special to hear from a lot of you on Instagram, letting me know how these episodes have been impacting you, and so just keep those messages coming. They really fill my heart with so much joy. Today, we are going to talk about thoughts and how they relate to our beliefs and the energetic aura we embody and how that affects what we draw in. We're going to talk about safety, which is a huge one on the healing path. I do not believe healing is possible until we feel safe in our bodies. So we're going to talk about that. And yeah, it's just a really profound connection between thoughts and how those actually affect what we draw in and what we attract in our lives. So I hope that this transmission will be of service and clarify that connection for some of you who maybe have been confused like I once was when people would tell me, your thoughts attract your reality or your thoughts affect your reality. And then I would say my affirmations and rehearse them and my mantras and my reality wouldn't shift. And I felt confused and I didn't understand the connection. And so I hope that this transmission will be of service in making that connection really clear. <sighs> yeah. If you're enjoying this show, especially since the rebrand, go ahead and take a screenshot, throw it up on your Instagram story and tag me at heartwombhealing. Spread the word, spread the love. And yeah, I'm just sitting outside in, in my backyard and I had a beautiful Sunday morning, woke up slow and had some really sweet snuggles with my kitten and my partner. And then we just shared in some incredible, cosmic, beautiful lovemaking. And I just woke up and the whole world looked so vibrant and bright. And, and then I cleaned up the house a bit and put some flowers on the table. And I made us this delicious Sunday brunch. And, and then her and I were just dancing together. And, and then I had to come back here into the backyard and record because um, the transmissions were just flowing through so clearly. And days like this just remind me of when I bow in tender-hearted devotion to my own healing. And as, as a person who identifies more strongly with the feminine, when I learn to embrace those feminine gifts by softening, by opening, by surrendering to life, how my day-to-day -day just becomes so filled with joy and beauty and wisdom just pouring through me. It's like me and my day, my partner were just laughing this morning. Like, it's, can you believe how real this is? Like, it feels like we're in this incredible dream that never ends. And, you know, as we're praying this morning, just feeling tears in my eyes, like, wow, I... I, 
this is, this is possible for me. I spent so many years of my life believing a, that a life like this wasn't possible for people like me. Now I know that no matter what you've been through or how much trauma you've endured or where you're at now, a life of absolute joy and beauty and wonder and magnetism and wisdom is possible for you because we are all whole innately. We're all designed to magnetize anything. And the only reason we're not is because we're embodying fractured versions of ourselves that stem from the beliefs we hold and the thoughts we think and the way in which we feel unsafe. Right? So my loves, please enjoy this episode. And yeah, thank you so much for being here. Okay, my loves. Today's transmission is about the way in which our thoughts affect our body, which affect the way in which we are able to magnetize, to draw in certain experiences and manifestations of abundance and joy and pleasure. Now, before you say, ugh, I've heard this before, let me tell you, you've probably never heard this described in the way I'm going to describe it you today, to you today. Maybe you have, and if you have, let me know. But this is a way of understanding that changed the game for me. I've, I've been told, I've heard, I've been taught for many years, your thoughts affect your life, your thoughts affect your life. And I did mindset work and affirmations and all these things to try and change my thoughts. And yet I still found myself in the same state of lack, of anxiousness, of scarcity, of worry. So, okay, before I go into this transmission, the message is coming through to guide you into just a short grounding practice. Because if you're coming from work or your mind's racing or you're not grounded into the earth, this transmission is going to land with less potency. So, if you're able, if you're not driving, please take a moment to settle more deeply into your seat, onto your couch, into your chair. Close your eyes. And take a nice deep breath in through the nose. Filling your lungs and out through the mouth. And with your eyes closed, allow your body to relax a little bit more. Allow your glutes to relax, your hands to relax, your shoulders to relax, your belly to relax your jaw to relax. And I want you to envision roots coming out from your sits bones, unraveling downward, downward into the earth beneath you. On the second story of a building, envision your roots moving through the floorboards to the side of the building, down the building structure into the ground beneath. As you feel your roots touching the earth's nourishing crust, say out loud or in your heart, 
dear Mother Earth, would you be so kind as to hold a temporary root for me on this day? Within a few moments, you'll feel or taste or hear or just know that her answer is yes, my child, yes. As she opens her tender womb to embrace you, allow your roots to sink a little more deeply into the earth, moving through the soils, the nourishment, the rich nutrients and rocks, the mycelium, your roots widening and deepening into the crust of our dear Mother Earth. Allowing your body to sink ever more deeply into the seat, the ground, the chair beneath you. As you feel that you are grounded, that you are here, please take one more slow, deep inhale in through the nose. out through the mouth. Dear Mother Earth, I thank you for holding a temporary root for all of us on this day. Dear Father Sky, I thank you for your awareness, your presence, your guidance. Dear body, I thank you for your support, your devotion. Slowly wiggle your fingers and toes. As you feel ready, flutter your eyes back open or leave them closed if that suits you. Allow yourself to relax into this feeling of being held by the mother. (sighs) Okay, my loves. Now that we've all rooted a little more deeply into our precious earth, into this moment, (sighs) I am so excited to share with you today the connection between our thoughts and our bodies and what we are able to draw in. In really simple terms, what I'm talking about today is the full process from start to finish, which begins with your thoughts and ends with your life as it is manifest right now. So, there's a reason that, and I'm just going to say it, Affirmations don't work. And mindset on its own doesn't work. Right? I'm sure many of you listening have done mindset training or tried walking around saying certain affirmations in order to change your life. And if you're like me and many of my clients and, and community, 
this doesn't actually produce lasting change. Now, why is that? It's because our thoughts are not the whole story. Thoughts don't actually live in the body, okay? And our body, I like to think of my body as the communication board, the bridge between my inner world and what my outer world experiences. It's the bridge between my inner world and the rest of the universe. Okay? So thoughts are very powerful, but they're not the whole story. In fact, I'm going to reckon to say that trying to change your thoughts so that you only have positive thoughts is futile. If you've ever had the chance to talk to leaders in the world or or profound people you look up to or people that really seem to be able to attract and create this incredible life, if you've ever had the opportunity to sit and talk with them, you may have found that they too still have thoughts, negative thoughts, fearful thoughts. You see, our thoughts, your thoughts aren't actually yours. A lot of us have the same thoughts. What if it doesn't work? What if I fail? What if they don't like me? This is really hard. It's hard for me to succeed. It's hard for me to make money. Nobody loves me. I'm unlovable. All of these thoughts are not unique to you. A lot of us have the same thoughts. And so to try and change your thoughts so that you never have those thoughts again, I believe that's a losing battle. The most incredible leaders and spiritual teachers in the world haven't changed their thoughts as much as they've come to understand their thoughts and how they work. And what they've learned to do is they've learned to become, hmm, what's the word? They've learned to choose their thoughts. And they've learned to separate from their thoughts in a way wherein they can observe their thoughts and say, hmm, I'm not going to believe that thought. So the first thing I want to share is it's not about changing your thoughts. Now, as you continue on a deep healing journey, on an opening journey, on a journey towards softening, on a journey towards returning to your organic self, you will notice that those fearful and um, not-self thoughts do come less. That is true. That's been my experience, but they still come, still happens because I'm still human, just like you, just like David Data, just like Buddha. And if we weren't human, we wouldn't be here on planet Earth. So the key is learning to understand your thoughts and from that deeper place of understanding learning how to be selective with your thoughts. And it's almost as if you're running your thoughts instead of your thoughts are running you. You control your thoughts instead of your thoughts control you. Okay? So let me explain to you the process of how thoughts become the world you see around you. When you have a thought, there's usually a belief associated with that thought, right? And if you don't have that observer awareness around your thoughts, you probably believe them. So let's say... You wake up in the morning and you have the thought, I'm a fucking mess. 
I'm a fucking mess. No wonder I'm so unlovable. Okay, let's say that's the first thought you have in the morning. Now, I'll come back to this more in detail later, but that thought usually stems from some experience in your past, right? So oftentimes our thoughts come from memories, past memories. We think back to the partner who just broke up with us, or we think back to the fight we just got in with our mom, or we think back to the feeling we had when we just barely were able to pay our bills or whatever it is. We think back to a memory and then we have a thought. It's like, oh God, I feel like shit. I'm so unlovable. I'm a mess. Okay. Now that thought is usually connected to some sort of belief. So let's say the belief behind that thought that I just used as an example is I'm not lovable as I am. I have to be a certain way or act a certain way in order to be lovable. I am not inherently lovable. Now, that belief and all beliefs lead to some form of emotion, right? So if I believe I'm unlovable, the emotion I might feel could be sadness, it could be pain, it could be loneliness, it could be frustration, it could be confusion, it could be, all. there's all sorts of feelings you can have, right? So you have a thought, the thought's connected to a belief, and that belief creates an emotion. Now emotions live in your body. A true emotion, energy in motion, is a sensation in your body. So when a belief leads us to feel a certain emotion, we now embody that emotion, right? So if I believe I'm unlovable, now maybe I feel sad, I feel depressed. Now, naturally, you don't even have to think about it, you will begin to embody that emotion that comes from that belief. So now I believe I'm unlovable and that has me feeling really sad. And so now I'm walking around with sadness embodied. What does sadness look like in the body? Oftentimes it looks heavy, right? In the body, it feels heavy. If I'm sad, I usually feel closed. I'm trying to protect myself. I'm closed, I'm heavy, right? Maybe I'm a bit rigid because with sadness often is fear so I'm I'm sad I'm fearful that I'll never be loved I've got this rigid closed heavy aura about me and now that's the embodiment that I walk around with that is the version of self that I'm carrying in my body okay so then I'm walking around and my energetic aura is heavy, it's rigid, it's closed. And now this is the energy that I'm projecting out into the world through my body. So again, the body is the bridge between my internal world and the rest of the universe the rest of the universe because I too am a part of the universe. So the universe isn't separate from you, but because, okay, let me back up. You are a wave in the ocean of universe, of all that is, okay? You are the universe, but your wave chose to come into this earthly structure, this body and do this experiment and have this experience living on earth. And so in between your soul and the rest of the universe, there's a body, right? So your body is the bridge between your internal world and the universe, the rest of the universe. So if your body is projecting out an aura, an energetic field of heaviness, of closedness, of rigidity, of fear, a number of things happen. The first and most obvious thing that happens is that you begin to attract that which you are radiating, right? 
So in the same way that if I'm radiating joy and I'm radiating beauty and I'm radiating love, I will attract people and experiences and manifestations of joy and beauty and love. Now if I'm radiating heaviness, rigidity, closedness, I will attract experiences, manifestations, people, relationships that have that same aura, okay? So this is the first way it works out. So I think I'm unlovable. That I say, oh, I'm a mess. Nobody would love me like this. Then that's connected to the belief that I'm unlovable. That has my, me feeling sad, has me feeling fearful. That manifests in my body as rigidity, as closeness, as heaviness. That puts that aura out into the universe. And so what do I attract? I attract relationships with people that are also closed, that won't open their heart to me. Okay? So now you're attracting partnerships, you're attracting friends with people who are also closed and heavy and rigid. They're not open and loving and expansive and ready to share their heart with you. They're carrying the same aura you are. So then, you're attracting, let's use this example, people who are also closed, who are also rigid, who are also fearful, who are unable to open their heart to you and really, really love you in a pure way. And so those relationships are confirming your belief that I'm unlovable, right? Because you're attracting people, let's say, with a closed heart. So the way they relate to you now confirms that, oh, I'm unlovable. Look, they can't really love me. They can't open to me. So the first thing that happens is we attract experiences, relationships, people, manifestations of the energy that our aura is radiating out into the world. Okay? Now here's the second thing that happens. And this realization was extremely profound for me. If I have a closed and rigid aura, that means I'm not open, I'm not soft, right? Which means I am not embodying the version of myself I would need to embody in order to receive. All right, so I want you to envision this. Imagine God, source, universal consciousness, whatever term works for you, I'm going to use God. Um, that's what works for me. So God is all around us, and God is just waiting to shower you with everything you desire. Okay, this is a fact. God is just waiting to shower you with love, just waiting to shower you with abundance, just waiting to shower you with gifts and joy and pleasure. And when we are fully whole, when we are embodying the wholeness that we are, those things come easily. Okay, I know you know people in your life or through the interwebs or whatever. It's like, how do they seem to attract such incredible relationships and love and abundance and money and experience and pleasure? How do they do that? Well, they're embodying wholeness. They're radiating openness and joy and gratitude and love and beauty. And so they attract those things. So just imagine... God is right around you and here's like, here's everything you've ever desired. But your aura, the energy you're radiating is closed, it's rigid, it's fearful. Now just picture that. Picture the body of someone who's rigid and fearful and closed. You can see it, right? You, you know when you meet someone who's truly open and soft and surrendered. They have a look about them, they have a feeling about them, they feel radiant and expressed and alive. 
and you know the feeling of someone who is fearful, rigid, untrusting, worried, closed, okay? So if I'm closed, my, my body and my aura is rigid and untrusting and fearful, and God's trying to pour oceans of love and abundance into me. Hello, my dear. Pardon this brief interruption. I am here to share with you about my upcoming, our upcoming five-week portal of transformation, of healing, of opening, called Her Reclamation. This is a program for those who identify as women, and it is designed to lay the foundation for full reclamation of your innate, organic, feminine essence. For if you're a person who identifies more fully with the feminine than the masculine, if you believe at your core you are more of a feminine essence than a masculine essence, then this program is for you. We've grown up in a world that is so highly masculinized and unless you grew up in a native tribe or out in the jungle, you've lost, most likely lost touch with this soft, surrendered, ease-filled nature of your organic core. And I guess what I want to say in this moment is, for me, this was the absolute game changer. I spent so much of my life in fear, in mistrust, in a rigid, rigid, tight, and closed energetic state. It's no wonder I couldn't manifest or draw in the endless, bountiful gifts that the divine masculine God wished to pour into my life. So this course, this program, this portal is designed for you who wants to draw in more divine masculinity into your life be it in the form of a conscious partnership, be it in the form of more money, be it in the form of more abundance, more joy. All of these things are gifts that the divine masculine force of life wants to shower the feminine with. <laughs> Loka, she wants to embody her divine feminine too. <laughs> so my loves, this is not a mindset course. This is a deep, embodiment of healing portal and you will leave a more whole and complete version of your true self this is a guarantee so i'm so excited for the women that are already in there if you're hearing this you have maybe a week and a half left to get in and join us we begin the week of february 22nd and maybe only a few days before the final price increase of 111 dollars so Click the link in the show notes for more information. If you have any questions, reach out to me directly via email on Instagram. And I'm so, so excited to meet you. I love you. I adore you. I honor you. Mm, yeah. And now back to this juicy episode. Those gifts that God is trying to shower your life with literally cannot arrive into your field if you are not embodying an open, soft auric field. There's nowhere for the millions of dollars and the epic relationship and the beautiful house and all of the joy and all the pleasure to arrive if your field is closed and rigid and tight. Okay? So not only do we attract what we put out, which sounds really cliche, and I know you've heard it a million times, but it's true. And I hope that this transmission is helping you to understand the nuances of that and how that works. But we also, if we are not embodying our natural, open, soft, surrendered nature, we are blocking God from showering our lives with endless gifts, with endless loves, with endless abundance. This is why I'm so passionate about teaching and guiding 
women, specifically I work with women right now, into softening, into opening, into surrendering. Because I know with certainty that this is the path to allowing all of these gifts that are waiting just outside your auric field to arrive in your world, in this 3D earthly realm. Now, some of you listening right now are already saying, just let me call you out here if this is true. Well, Nikki, maybe that's true for you and for so-and-so and them, but that's just not true for me. That's just, that's just not how it works for me. I, I, had, I had different karma. I came here. I'm not the same as you. Okay? So notice that that belief is already going through your mind. Because, again, this is where it starts. That's a thought connected to a belief. I'm different than them. I'm different than her. I don't have that same ability that she does. She has something special that I don't. Whatever the belief is, I'm less than. And that belief translates into an emotion which then resides in your body. And your body, being that bridge between your internal world and the rest of the universe, projects that energetic, that emotion out into the world. And when God comes by like Santa Claus with a bag full of endless gifts and he comes up to your aura and he's like, oh, closed, rigid, not grateful, fearful. Okay, that's not an energetic match for all this abundance and joy and love I want to shower her with. So the, the energy you embody is so, so very important. It does matter. Everything is energy. Everything is energy. This leaf I'm looking at right now has an energy to it. My toenail has an energy to it. This glass of water has an energy to it. Everything has an energy. And if you look into the study of quantum physics, you see this again and again. They, sh they prove through experiments that things that traditional science have deemed as just an object with no energy or no life force has an energy, has a life force, and it's affected by beliefs, is affected by the thoughts and words we say. <sighs> so it all begins with our thoughts, but it doesn't end there. The thoughts are connected to beliefs which lead us to feeling certain emotions, which lead us to embodying a certain energetic, which then becomes the aura in which we project out into the world around us. One of the most profound ways this manifests that I see, particularly in the work I do, is with safety. So the thoughts we have and the beliefs we hold can lead us to not feeling safe. Okay, so let's say you believe, let's say you have a thought, oh, I hate my job, but I have to go. And underneath that is a belief that you cannot make money doing what you love. That m you have to work extremely hard in order to make enough money to survive. Okay? Maybe you have one or more of these beliefs. Now that belief, when it manifests in your body as a sensation, will, will have you feeling not safe. It will have you feeling not safe. Because if you believe that money comes hard and that you have to do something your soul doesn't want to do in order to provide for yourself, that doesn't feel safe inherently, okay? So when we don't feel safe, any of us, naturally our body becomes rigid and tense and we close. We're trying to protect ourselves. We don't feel safe. And we try to control and we're not able to surrender. and We're not able, able to soften, and we embody this rigid, controlling, tense, closed off version of ourselves because deep down inside we don't feel safe. 
And when we don't feel safe, we cannot truly heal. I firmly believe that any and all healing begins with safety. Healing begins with safety. Healing begins with safety. Because if you don't feel safe, oopsie. If you don't feel safe, your nervous system will go into a sympathetic nervous system response. That's fight, flight, or freeze. In an attempt to make you feel safe. Now this is an age-old, thousands-of-year-old mechanism in our body that was brilliantly designed to keep us safe. Specifically when we used to be hunters and gatherers and could encounter a saber-toothed tiger or an enemy tribe on a daily basis, right? Back then, those days of human beings, we were constantly facing situations where we truly weren't safe. So we love our nervous system, we thank our nervous system, and we have to learn how to work with our nervous system because our nervous system can't tell the difference between a saber-toothed tiger and the thought that money's really hard to come by and so I don't know if I can provide for myself. Right? All the nervous system knows is, oh, you don't feel safe? Okay. I'm kicking into overdrive. I'm going into fight or flight. We're going to keep you safe. We're going to protect you. And when your nervous system is constantly in a state of sympathetic arousal, you become exhausted. You can't be present. You can't soften and surrender because our sympathetic nervous system is designed for us to respond, to react. Okay, there's a saber-toothed tiger. I either need to freeze, I need to run, or I need to fight it. It's not about softening, slowing down, surrendering, and allowing the wisdom or the guidance or the gifts of the universe to flow into you or through you. It's about reacting. So what I've found is that almost everyone I work with now, the first thing we address is safety. The first thing we address is safety. It is the most vital and important piece of the puzzle before we can go into any kind of healing. And one of the avenues through which I work with safety is through the avenue of our thoughts and beliefs. Because a part of resting in a state of safety is recognizing the thoughts and beliefs that I have that trick my body into thinking I'm literally not safe. And many people have these thoughts on a daily basis, multiple times a day. And so it's no wonder they're walking around in this state of rigidity, in this state of fear, in this state of exhaustion, in this state of closed, energetically closedness, right? So your thoughts are very important when it comes to everything that you're manifesting in your life. Everything that is being attracted into your sphere, be it your situation with finances and money, your job, your relationships, your home, your genuine level of joy. And your thoughts are extremely important when it comes to safety, feeling safety in your body. Again, none of this is about saying a mantra, I am safe, I am safe, I am safe, I am safe. Because to me, if we don't address the manifestations of our beliefs in the body, they will continue to affect the aura which we put out into the rest of the universe through our body, which again is that bridge. So it's not enough to say a mantra or an affirmation. You have to believe it, right? 
affirmations can be a great tool, but only if the root belief is addressed. So you're not just... <laughs> you guys, my kitten is having a really great time with this microphone cord right now. Hey, Mrs. Excuse me. So you're not just saying a mantra or an affirmation, but the belief that has been stored in your body, in your subconscious, is shifting, is changing. And so this is where I focus my work with the sisters, with the clients that come through my field is, okay, these are the thoughts you're having, what are the beliefs you're holding, and where are they in your body? And how can we shift this belief system, clear any old emotions or beliefs that have been long stored and repressed out of your body so that you have a nice clear channel, and then how can we adopt new beliefs? learning to access faith and courage to try those new beliefs on. Because what I've found is that when I say, okay, I'm just going to choose to believe this. I'm going to give myself a time frame, a week, a month, and this is the belief I'm going to embody. And if I epically fail, okay. What's the worst that can happen? Okay, let me become okay with that. I'm going to give it a week. I'm going to give it a month. I'm going to give it two weeks. Every time I've done that, life proves to me that that belief is true. And it's through these simple, incremental ways of healing that I've come to this life I live today, which feels like <laughs> an incredible dream that never ends. And yes, I have pain and grief and shadow that I face and I lean into. But it doesn't take me down. I lean into it fully. I allow it to move through me. And I rise. Because I know and I believe that I am completely provided for. I am, in, I am guided. I am guarded. I am protected I am one with this beautiful earth. I am one with the stars. And because I know that and believe that and wear that belief in my body, I'm able to soften into the painful moments. I'm able to surrender and allow them to move through my field. <sighs> Okay, my loves. This transmission is complete. Feels worth mentioning that if this work is singing to your sweet soul, uh, we will be going deeply into this work during my upcoming five-week group program for those who identify as women, her reclamation. So you can click the link in the show notes to learn more about that. Okay. I love you. I see you. I am you. I bow my head in reverence to you as a as a being, as a love being, as a soul, as a human. And I bow in tender-hearted devotion to your unique and beautiful healing journey. Thank you so much for being here today. Bless you. <sighs> okay, my loves. Thank you for saying yes to yourself on this day. Thank you for saying yes to grounding with me in the beginning of this transmission. And for opening yourself just a little bit 
to receive whatever part of this message that was intended for you on this day. <sighs> I'm so grateful for life and this avenue, this podcast in which I get to share with you. And I'm sending you so much love and recognition and faith and courage wherever you are in your own unique path and your own unique healing journey. Now, if her reclamation, the upcoming transformative portal is calling to you, is whispering to your sweet, sweet soul. I encourage you to take the leap to begin embodying that soft-hearted woman by saying, yes, I know that when I follow my soul, I am completely provided for. I know this investment is coming back to me tenfold because that's how life works. There's unlimited money. There's unlimited joy. There's unlimited opportunities. Begin to embody that version of yourself by saying yes to yourself in this container. If you're listening to this episode as it's gone out, you have maybe a week and a half left to get in there and maybe just a couple days before the final price tier goes up. So it'll go up $111 for the last time. So get yourself up in there. Message me with any questions. You can message me on Instagram at heartwombhealing or via email at hellonickysunshine at gmail.com. And as always, your willingness to share this message, share this episode via your family, work, friendship circles, your social media platforms is a of, of massive service to this message and this mission and all that I need to hear today. So share if you will, leave a review. You're always encouraged to do that and a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify if this is podcast has been of service to you guys my kitten you guys are with me on instagram you know a little loco rose she's so funny she'll just go like crazy psycho mode playing so hard for like it for like a good hour and then out of nowhere she'll just pass out and fall asleep <laughs> so, so spread this message if your heart asks you to i love you i thank you i honor you and i will catch you in the